genre. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are talking about the 1991 live-action Ninja Turtles sequel, The Secret of the Ooze, one overgrown, ugly excuse for a minute at a time. (laughs) I am your host, Scott Tofty. It is Minute 53. I don't know what day it is. I don't know what time it is, but I do know... Oh, it's Wednesday. Okay, well, that helps. Thanks. I do know that Chris is here. Hi, Chris. Hey! And Adam's here. Hello. Rachel's here. Hi, I almost sneezed into the microphone just now. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. <laughs> Hold it. Hold and, it. And Ralph is here. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, back again. If Second time in the regular minutes. to yourself on the microphone, that would be great. <laughs> yeah. We don't want any weird outbursts of bodily function yeah, on this show from anyone. or burps or anything like that. I don't want to hear it. Previously on Ninja Turtles Minute. Nothing. Ralph farts into a microphone. Oh, that's right. That was you, bastards. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> us, yeah. <laughs> so, so Ralph Atanasia from uh, TLC's Cake Boss and and Food Network's Buddy versus Duff. Oh, that's right, Buddy versus Duff, which is over now. Yeah, but well, had a nice little now. run. Yeah, I have so many opinions, <laughs> <laughs> but we're not here to talk about that. Yeah, it turns out that was the biggest hit Food Network has had in seven years. So, um, wow. wow, yeah. So uh, we're really in the in the presence of a true celebrity here today. All right, why? Who do you have? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've 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 got you. <laughs> Oh, you guys. So minor celebrity. <laughs> we'll do. We'll take what we can get. Anyway. I'm really Ralph. excited to be here to talk about Godzilla King of the Monsters with you guys. <laughs> Ooh. And we're happy to have you. I could have seen that, but I went and saw John Wick 3 instead. Why? Por que no los dos? Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll lend you 15 bucks if you want to see because, both of them. Because I have such limited time. Like, I had the day off. It was great. Like, I, I, I went to the, you know, the National Portrait Gallery and Art Museum, and I, and I like, looked around there, and I was like, what movie am I going to see? And I asked everybody, and they were like, oh, you should see this. And nobody suggested Godzilla. So uh, I, I went to – I hadn't seen John Wick 2, but I went and saw 3 anyway. And it was yeah. amazing and wonderful and made me so happy on, in so many ways. You probably made the right choice. When is the third movie ever the worst? <laughs> in, the past, in the past would you like a list hmm. i mean it, it it that has often been the case in the past but uh of late you know series movie makers have gotten better at series uh the the john wick chapter three is is perhaps the best chapter and most deserving of being reread wow well i'm sold Anyway, Ralph, this is the first time that uh, you've you've graced our presence since you since you and I actually got the chance to hang out recently down at uh, at Paley Fest there or whatever it's called. Paley That's Center right. We the... went to that uh, that room with pictures of Ninja Turtles in it and and statues of Ninja Turtles. <laughs> but it was free. It was it was excellently free. I took a colored bandana for each of the turtles that they were handing out Those to the children. Those were for the yes. children, Scott. <laughs> yeah, they said, yeah, do you want we're one? Like, we're like children at heart. Come on, it's okay. I mean, Well, they said, do you okay. want one? Right? And I said, yeah, I'd right. like four, please. And they said, <laughs> okay. So I, I also have the fine. muscles of a child. Yeah, that means four kids. <laughs> four kids did not get bandanas four, four that day. Four kids uh, yeah, had well, to suffer for, for, for Scott. Those were probably like a really tight-knit group of four oh, friend man, kids, Oh, man, you're going to give me... 
who each knew which turtle they were, oh. like by common agreement. Man, one of these days you're gonna give me one of those headbands, and I'm gonna be really excited, and then I'm gonna remember this story, and I'm gonna be like, <laughs> "This is they were I took they this were from a child. four kids named Lenny, Ralph, yeah. Mike, and Donnie." <laughs> yeah, Ralph. I was gonna say I don't think that group of kids exists that all agree on which turtle they are. Hell, we're four people who I don't think we always agree on which turtle we are. No, which turtles are you not. right now? Go, Adam. Uh, well, I, I'm I'm the Mikey. I think <laughs> Chris. I'll be Michelangelo. Rachel. Donatello. I I kind of think of myself as a Mikey or a, or well, a no. cartoon Raph. Yeah. Yeah, but no, you you have to be Leonardo, and also you're the leader of the podcast. So. I know. But so this we've is, got this three Mikeys. We're, we're just proving Ralph's po- <laughs> or proving Adam's point. Ah, uh, all right, whatever. Three Mikeys and a Donatello. That's, I don't, I don't that think sounds, this is going to work. Sounds Ralph, like a bad idea. We're never going to accomplish anything. Ra- Ralph, who are you? I have the body of a giant baby, and my brain is in my stomach. So Krang. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll allow it. All right. Well, hey, how about we talk about a minute, guys? Uh, Please. Talk about minute 53. That's why we're here. I've been putting it off. (laughs) (laughs) Minute 53 starts with Donatello taking a baseball swing at Toka and ends with Michelangelo taking a flying leap. So let's talk about this. This this sort of stereotypical. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit something with a stick and have it reverberate through my whole body. We've all. One of these days, Toka, to the moon! Yeah, Ugh. basically. I like to think that this is the most cartoon this is uh, so section of the cartoony. movie so far. This whole fight is, um, honestly, this this whole fight, and it's and a lot of it is in this minute, but in the next minute, too. Um, it kind of reminds me of field day in, in elementary school. Like they were, they were like one parachute <laughs> away from like, uh, you know, playing, playing fit sharks and minnows. I'm, I'm just I'm I'm shocked that the 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 shutter in the bow staff like didn't start at the end, travel along its length, and then into Donnie's hands, arms, and head like a cartoon. <laughs> that you know. that would be hard to do with a puppet, causing yeah. him to levitate off the ground whilst shaking. That yeah. would be a complex uh, bit of puppetry, uh, and that would be the most expensive effect of the film. I was, I was pretty sure I've seen Elmer Fudd do that a number of times. Yeah. <laughs> if Elmer Fudd can do it. My my brain quoted cinema sins to me while I was watching uh, Donatello getting thrown through the roof of that building and hitting the uh-huh. floor, and it's just like the voice of that guy going, "Donnie survives this." <laughs> I hate that guy. Oh, that yeah, guy. there's there's no way. I mean, he launches him into New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> what that toss tells me is a couple things. Number one, it tells me that the turtles can survive being thrown through a roof, which is really interesting because this is what happens to Raphael in the first movie. We are two for two oh. in turtles getting thrown through roofs in these movies. Okay. However. It also tells me that it wasn't the roof that injured Raphael in the first movie. Yeah, it was, it the was the massive beat down before. Yeah, it was the beating. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because because yeah. uh, one thing that we get here from uh, from uh, Toka and Raza is um, they they're not good at actually hitting anything, um, and all they can really do is like eventually get a hold of them and do like the big professional wrestling throw. Yeah, that's pretty much all they do in this minute, isn't it? That's such a better ending for those characters, too, because rather than being demutated back into baby animals, is if, like, after the credits or whatever, it just shows, like, a professional wrestling, you know, uh, organization that has, like, championed them as their star attractions, and they're just living, like, their best life. I love Coming that. Coming down the aisle. 
They're they're dressed from like parts um, unknown from and <laughs> mutated from parts unknown. <laughs> they're dressed like demolition. <laughs> oh man, uh, my head cannon. Is this like demolition with the Rick Derringer theme song, or before <laughs> like, that? Like, uh, before that, okay. But like even before Donnie gets thrown, you know the big baseball swing and the whack like straight to the torso. You would think. Yeah, you know, like if 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 the turtles were in were instead frogs or perhaps rabbits or 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 gerbils or some other animal that doesn't have a shell on it, they would you could understand them making the mistake of striking a a snapping turtle in its armored shell. Why on earth would Donatello like aim for the spot he knows is is tough and armored? Why wouldn't he like, you know, hit that big giant neck or the baseball, <laughs> yeah, or the baseball-sized eye? True. It also kind of bugs me that we we they've had some really great ninja moments so far in this movie. Like Donatello has had some excellent bow work, yet he decides to just baseball swing it. Like you're a trained fighter, dude. You should know better than this. I guess you know, Toka's a big target. Can we talk real quick about how Toka's naked? <laughs> he is naked. <laughs> they all are. No, and but also, like when when. When the turtles are wearing their belts, for some reason they don't look <laughs> naked. That's this true. This is insane. I'm fully aware of this. And Razar is wearing like a whole set of, you know, old car. Wraps. He's got wraps on him. Yeah, and he's got a bunch of like old car part mail. Well, it's like, I've brought this up before, <laughs> but it's like, it's like when you take your dog's collar off and suddenly they're naked. Yeah. They're always <laughs> naked. <laughs> Dogs don't but, wear clothes. Yeah, dogs do look weird without their collars on. I'm, I'm very true. so used to the repurposed slash body action figure Toka that watching him yeah. in the movie was actually weird for me because he's always got that belt with the foot foot on the on the buckle. But in the movie, he's just naked. It's like it's it's lewd. Oh. <laughs> it's it's extra jarring for you because of the context, right? <laughs> anyway. Oh my god, are we watching Ninja Turtle Hentai now? Is that what's happening? Yeah. So anyways. Which by yeah. the way, that crap exists on the internet and it terrifies me. Everything exists on the internet. Oh Scott. my god. I've only seen the one with Bebop and Rocksteady. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> you of course you would have seen the one with Bebop and Rocksteady. I mean bro. what? I'm pretty sure there's more than one. <laughs> it does it doesn't take that much digging to find uh porn on the internet. It's that, what is that rule 34? Rule 34, yeah. What do you mean uh, what is that? You know. Oh man, it's really disappointing <laughs> to talk about uh the real proper mutant henchman in this movie with, you know, not steady and and big flop. Not <laughs> not rock steady and not bebop. Yeah. yeah. It I mean so much could have been. We you know, we know from having you on back issues how much bebop and rock steady mean to you. So this is a little apropos that we get you here to talk about uh what could have been yeah. with them. It's also I, I Scott, mean, you and I were talking about this at the uh Paley, sorry guys. Uh the Paley Center. <laughs> we're like, why wasn't that Baxter Stockman? Yeah. <laughs> I, we might have might mentioned that also on the show. Like it, it, it would have been a really good move to just have this be Baxter. It would have added some layers. I tend to think there must have been some rights issue yeah. between cartoon characters but and what they could do for the movie. I just I don't understand how it could get messed up that quickly because you know the the 
so it's only been a couple of years that things have been in production. They have the, ca- the cartoon going. They have the comic book going. They have the toys going, video games going. How, yeah. how could the rights issues get so confused I, in something that I thought was pretty tightly controlled? No, I do know <laughs> that there were some rights issues with Bebop and Rocksteady partic- like in particular, though, because like they don't show up at all in the 2003 cartoon. And it wasn't until something got resolved much farther down the line that they were able to put them into the 2012 series. Well, it was basically until Nickelodeon bought them. Yeah. When, when Viacom bought out, uh, Mirage studios, they, they, I think they also had the, they got the rights to all the, the wolf production stuff. I think that That was was the the delineation was like bebop and rock city were creations of and for the the 87 cartoon they did not prior exist you know baxter stockman did they probably could have used baxter stockman but probably not baxter the fly yeah it still doesn't explain why we haven't seen uh Uh, i'm glad they did not involve the fly oh um oh i just clicked i just clicked off of it but uh, in the wikipedia article it said that eastman and laird um rejected the idea of bebop and rocksteady Huh. Really? Yeah, they're not. Me, they weren't me, fans. I wonder if there was like a if there's a screen test out there somewhere that just didn't work. No, they just they <laughs> referred to them as moronic henchmen, and they weren't big fans of them. Oh. So instead, we get babies. Yeah. Babies. They're babies. Plant baby. I don't also okay. Yeah, that's the thing. Like um, Donnie going up and doing the big baseball swing. Like there, it, it it makes sense in the context of the film. Like as a viewer, you know that these two big giant monsters are idiot babies that can't fight. So it's like, oh, okay. He's you just sound like my it. dad talking about me. But oh, okay. <laughs> but but an idiot but baby from the turtles, who can't fight. But Shut from up, the dad. turtles' point of view, these things just like busted down a wall and they came out like ah. So why wouldn't you attack the best way you know how? Why wouldn't you actually like go in and like, you know, jab at it, try to trip it up, use its size against it? I, I just I've just ugh, this whole fight is it's it's just a little sort of pro wrestling cartoon and it drives me crazy. Yeah, they play it for the comedy, which, you know, given the tone of the rest of this movie, I understand it is a little and also uh, probably the limitations of the big suits. Well, I mean, that might play. They do turn well. Leonardo into the thud ball from Hook. So, like, oh, okay. We yeah. so let's. <laughs> yes. I want to talk about there. Let's let's hold on to that because I want to talk about first. Uh, Donatello thrown through the roof. He goes over. He unties Perry and Perry's reaction <gasps> to seeing Dude. Donatello. David, oh, just yeah. that brief realization moment of silence is golden david he, warner is a prince among men he elevates this material <laughs> like he is too good for this movie as he is with almost every movie he's in by the way yeah because he's in a lot of crap yeah he's been a, he's been in so much oh, direct man. to video garbage he, it's amazing but there's like he and john he and john Rhys davies played professors summerly and challenger respectively in a direct to video mostly puppet <laughs> dinosaur version of the lost world that's so Ooh. great. And the two of them are <laughs> magnetic on screen. Like, they are just <laughs> fantastic. They are doing Patrick Stewart-level work <laughs> in this terrible movie. It is amazing how, like, these, like, really great British actors, like David Warner, John Rhys davies um, Ben Kingsley, you know, oh. Oscar winners, for God's sakes, they're, they'll just take like garbage movies like and patrick stewart he was in like um a a couple of like garbage movies um 
it's the but, same but with it's the, just... the generation before them too. Like you know, like uh, uh, I was just talking about this at work with uh, like Christopher Lee and Alec Guinness and um, oh, Count Dooku. Oh yeah, uh, Alec Guinness kind of Peter thought Star Cushing. Wars was going to be trash. <laughs> Sorry, all of them, uh, t- like Tarkin and Dooku and Obi Wan, all of them. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, Christopher Lee's different. Christopher Lee is he's he's a, a rare breed. That one. We mentioned Godzilla at the the top of the episode Charles and. Dance. Um, Charles Dance, and he's incredible, <laughs> but he's in a terrible movie. I, he, I do love it when that does happens. Does he say when Godzilla you, must pay his debts? <laughs> I do love it when that happens when you have a terrible script, terrible everything, but there's like one guy who's just bringing so it. good. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> do not bring that kaiju to court. There's like a four second span here where David Warner goes from like what is this thing I'm looking at to horror to anger, to, like, acceptance. Like, he runs the gamut in about four, from, like, 37 seconds to 41 seconds in this clip. And it's just a masterpiece of silent facial expression acting. And there's this whole conversation he has with himself in his head that you can see. (laughs) Yeah, acting is reacting, you know? And, like, he's just, he's very good at it. Yeah. Highly reactive. Then we get into the thud ball. Uh, and I have to ask, which movie came first? I think this came before yeah, Hook, Hook was right? 93 or 94. Okay, so Hook stole this bit from Turtles. So Leonardo is sure. fighting Toka, and Toka like, grabs him by the shell and rolls him. And then Leonardo is essentially just a, I don't want to say a human I, bowling ball, but a turtle bowling turtle ball. ball. An anthropoid I, bowling ball. There really, you go. I'm so curious to know how they did this shot. Like, whether... They had the suit actor just curl up and try to be a ball and roll. Oh, no. Or if no they, way. Or, or if they took a, one of the dummy suits and sort of pinned it together in a ball shape and just rolled it. They they had to build some sort of unmanned turtle ball puppet for this. Yeah. Which also might be the episode title name. Yeah, and I, and I love how like you get the little bowling sound, and I guess we're supposed to, uh, you know, the viewers are supposed to understand that he's knocking the foot over, but they're very clearly just, just jumping over the rolling ball. <laughs> yeah, the foot soldiers yeah. in right, this everybody. movie are ninjas in costume only. So, uh, Secret of the Ooze came out in 19, in March of 1991. Hook came out in December of 1991. Uh, what? So wow. It's yeah. still yeah. nothing. It's still but, nothing. But, I mean, it's not, it's probably not that they stole it because they were probably in production around the same time. Yeah. So unless unless someone was stealing secrets from one production. I, thought, I don't think so. Other. I thought or they were just they were just later. having lunch in the back lot. They're yeah. like, so what did you guys do today? <laughs> ah well we had to roll this kid down a flight of stairs like a bowling ball. Yeah. <laughs> also like speaking of bowling idea. balls and speaking of the thud ball, this is yet another I think we're up to three now missed opportunity to have that bowling pin sound. Well they, they oh, yeah. do, don't they? they isn't use there, it here. Isn't there the sound in there? They're, do they use it? The, yes. Let's, let's oh, stop well, everything about time. Yeah, just check. <laughs> Play the um, audio. We'll wait. I feel like this is just... <laughs> yeah, we'll do it live. <laughs> this is one of those tropey things that maybe just existed in, in sort of pop culture and the zeitgeist at that time of like, oh, turn a person into a rolling ball and have them knock over the enemies. Hmm. There's probably about 10 more examples yeah. of this happening. There, if our listeners name can one. think of any, shoot them at us. Yeah, there's like sort of a... There's like a, it's not played too loud, but it's definitely there and it's it's very clearly bowling, bowling alley sounds. Yeah, it's in there. I'm yeah, ju- I'm just rem- uh, remembering that uh, that one Donald Duck cartoon 
where he and Huey, Dewey, and Louie are playing out in the snow. Oh, that's that's my one of my favorite animated there, pieces of all time. There's definitely like a bowling pin part to that. Yeah, the yeah, there's one of those bits. <laughs> and they just uh, murder each other with snowballs. It's great. At one oh point, my. at one point, Donald actually burns down a snow fort that the the triplets <laughs> made. That like, just that raises even hand. more questions. <laughs> <laughs> it gets really out of hand. Donald trying to murder children. Anywho. So um, I think you guys actually did talk about why Baxter Stockman wasn't in this because I'm remembering more of that conversation and it got me to thinking what other character, because like they didn't have Bebop and Rocksteady, they didn't have Stockman. If you were to do, you know, this is a reboot coming out soon. If you were to do another Ninja Turtles movie and you could choose the villain, but it couldn't be the Foot Clan, who would you set up as the villain? Hun. Triceratons. Uh, of course. Oh, yeah, that would be good, too. That's See, my I, here's answer. my... I would either do the Triceratons or um, the Utram. Uh, but the, the Nickelodeon version of the Utram. I think that's yeah. my favorite Krang version I love yeah. them so far. I mean, my heart of hearts tells me that I would love to see a straight-up adaptation of like issue number two of the Mirage books where the Utrams aren't necessarily bad guys and the turtles like like Splinter ends up at Utram headquarters and blah 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 goes on you know read the comic book if you don't know what I'm talking about but also part of me says I do like the idea of a more realistic version of the turtles like we saw in the first movie that's why I went to Hun but now that you say Triceratons I'm like that would also be amazing we talked a bunch in this minute about how great it would have or in this movie about how great it would be if perry was secretly an utron oh yeah and that would that would be mind-blowing <laughs> yeah dude oh oh you know you know, oops, sorry. no no please you, you know what would be a fun plot point to do in a movie is uh intergalactic wrestling ah <laughs> uh, cuddly from the, the archie series too. yeah yeah Oh, you guys! If we're if we're if you're gonna get crazy, get real crazy. <laughs> what was the giant cowhead's name? Was it Cudley? Yeah. Did I not just say? Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear it. I'm sorry. Is there an echo? And uh, I like I like the wrestling promoter. That's a a living talking tree yeah, that has money growing off of their him. names. Ah, uh, man, I I have to go back and read that again. I mean, this is kind of sounding like Guardians of the Galaxy right now. Basically, I am Root. I don't see a similarity at all, really. <laughs> I am uh, root. Um, or at least a Thor Ragnarok ripoff, one or the other. The ba- yeah, pretty much Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> it's pretty good though. Um, so Michelangelo gets hurled by Razor again. You know, all these guys know how to do is just throw stuff. Apparently, yeah. And yeah. Uh, he hits the top of a truck real hard, and then lands on a sewer grate. And I just want to talk about the music here in this minute Metal. as we wrap it up. We get a little yeah, bit nice of... nice swell. Yeah, we get a little bit of... Uh, it almost sounds like the battle theme from the first movie, but slightly modified. Like, if you think about the end sort of fight with the foot, it kind of borrows notes of that. And then as Michelangelo lands on the, the sewer grate, we get that home theme that I talked about earlier this season. Yeah from when the turtles find their lair and just the juxtaposition of those two pieces i think like it just works so perfectly that music is so good and it just makes you feel the right (laughs) thing you know exactly what to feel we're saved what's the timestamp on that uh i'm at 58 seconds 58 seconds mikey looks like one of those girls posing on top of a piano like he's (laughs) he looks like he's seducing the manhole cover like 
Yeah. <laughs> well, like nice. what you thinking about that's IDK nice. sewer stuff, I guess. <laughs> it had to be you. Feeling cute, might do some chucking later. Yeah, he's like in a slinky red dress and he's got the microphone in his hand. He's just staring at a, a pizza box singing, you made me love you. I'm not bad. Yeah. I was just sculpted that way. Whoa. Speaking of sculpts, did they like overcorrect Donatello's hangy top lip in this movie or what? Yeah. Uh, Ralph, if there's one thing we've talked about more than anything else in this film, it might be Donatello's weird face. Yeah, I don't like Donatello in this movie. He definitely needs some uh, corrective orthodontic work. Can I ask you, what don't you like about Donatello in this movie? Like almost everything. Is it purely physical or is there more to it? Almost everything about Donnie in this movie. So it, it took me until I was like, like 32. I'm 34 now. So a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, like 100 years. It took me until about two years ago to really come around on Donatello in the previous movie. Like I sat down and I just kind of like took it apart. I was like, why does he feel weird to me? And I was like, well, he doesn't do Donatello stuff. And I was like, well, does he? Does he not? Like, yeah, he's disruptive and goofy, but he's a teenager. And that's the only time Donnie's ever really felt like a teenager. But in that, he's the, he gets the war and peace question right in Trivial Pursuit. He helps to fix the, the truck, uh, which is, you know, a mechanical problem. And he does have like little nods to being more analytical. You know, he's like, he talks about how, like, I'm not sure this is the best time for your friends, uh, structurally speaking, to drop in. Like, you know, he's analyzing what's going on. He does everything Donatello should do in that movie. And in this, he's a stupid cartoon, and I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because in the first one, he's also like the skateboarder, too, which is, which is weird. <laughs> Um, so like Donatello is a, a little all over the place in the first movie, but he's way more all over the place in this one. <laughs> yeah. And also all of the turtles are like coked up in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. They think their jokes are so funny. They, there's like this absolute fear of having the turtles not talk in this movie. Like mm, sound has to be coming like- out of them at every second that they are on screen. <laughs> And oftentimes, all four of them are just saying the same thing. That they've said before. In different ways. Like, Raffy says it, Raff says it, Mikey says it, Donnie says it, Oh, Raffy, my favorite Ninja Turtle. Children's singer Raffy Kazookian. I was hoping you didn't catch that. Banana phone. Well, listen, that brings us to the end of this. Belugas! Didn't he, didn't he wear high-waisted khakis? Wasn't that a rappy thing? Oh, high-waisted rappy khakis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God, let me end this minute. <laughs> no, we're going to, we're really going to drag this out. It's, it's been a pleasure. This is the end of minute 53. It's been 53 uh, minutes. It's been just about. Um, make sure you guys check out Ralph on, on social media at Cake Boss Ralph. Ralph, what do you want to plug other than yourself? I don't have anything to plug yet. This fall I will, but uh, that's secrets. So yeah, just check oh. out uh, check out my YouTube videos over uh, at Cake House on YouTube. I have a lot of fun stuff there. I've really been enjoying those. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and as always, make sure you guys send us your hashtag Turtle Fan Minute One Minute of Audio if you 
talking about Secret of the Ooze. We will play it on Fridays, and you will become an instant celebrity, just like Ralph. For the crew here that's at how it Ninja Turtles Minute, I'm Scott, they're them, that's Ralph, and we will see you guys tomorrow for Minute number 54. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. <sighs> Cowabunga. <laughs> <laughs>